You're listening to the Create What You Speak podcast. My intention is to change the lives of one million women, one podcast at a time. Now let's get started. Thunder, feel the thunder. My name is Sloan Fremont, and today I'm going to talk to you about stories. I got the holy I got the holy I feel the fever grip, I needed a close I'm at the field, not quite but near it. Can't feel the All right, welcome to another week of the Create What You Speak podcast, where we take a one-word topic and I talk you through how to incorporate that topic into your life to create the life that you want. So, oh my God, you guys, this week is crazy here in Nashville. Um, We have the NFL draft here, which I could give a shit less about sports, but when they have those big parties downtown, like they shut off the roads, they have all these stages, all these bands come in. It is insane. It is insane. I don't know how many people are down there, but... Um, like Broadway has been packed. I've seen pictures of it. And actually after I get done recording this, I'm going to go participate in that madness. So it should be a fun weekend. Uh, so, all right. So, so before I get to this week's topic on stories, I want to tell you a funny story and it just illustrates this town and how, um, one of the reasons why I love living here is you just never know. You never know who's going to show up. You never know who you're going to see and you never know, uh, who you might run into. So, um, so Tuesday night of this past week, I was out with my friends. We were downtown, actually, um, just looking, checking out all the draft stuff. And I was going to see Matt Mason, which I mentioned on last week's show, which is a great concert. I really, really liked him. If you if he's in your area, I highly, highly recommend going to that show. But so anyway, I, my friends and I are talking, and um, one of my friends and her husband went to one of the thrift stores here in town. And he was he, they got in there, and he was trying on this jacket that he liked, and then tried on another, you know, several others, blah, blah, whatever. And he, he came back around, and he ended up buying this first jacket that he tried on. So they go home and later that night they're getting ready to go out and he reaches into the pocket on the inside and he pulls out these cards and they're like, what is this? And so it turned out these cards, they were cue cards for when Blake Shelton was on the the Today Show last summer with um, Hoda and it was during CMA Fest and he had opened his bar, Old Red, down here, which is downtown. And so we were laughing about this, right, because they were showing pictures of the cards and like what the cards said and then... um, they had a picture of Blake in the jacket that he was wearing. So we were teasing him about Blake and blah, 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 and all this. And so then we were talking more about this. And I was like, wait a minute. That was last year during CMA Fest. And that's when I ended up in the Blake Shelton video because I ended up going down there. I won these tickets and blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, after a few drinks, this was a really funny story. But it, it's just, like I said, it's just one of the reasons why I love this city. You just never know what's going to happen here. And um, it's just a really amazing environment. And I just thought it was funny because it's like you never know whose jacket you're going to buy or, I mean, in my case, you never know whose video you're going to end up in. So so anyway, that that was funny. I thought that was something I wanted to share this week. Um, oh, and last week, so we talked about what, the, I asked the question last week, what am I manifesting this week? And uh, last week I talked about better projects at work, right, because uh, I felt like... Um, you know, I could utilize my skill set better. And guess what? So this week, two new projects came around that are 100% suited for my skill set. And I get to work with two amazing people who I immediately clicked with when we first talked about, or when we first talked about the project. So I'm excited about that. And um, yeah, the fact that my list making process worked for me once again. Um, So I thought that was really good and really exciting as far as manifesting. So I'm curious to know what you're manifesting. If you'd like to share that with me, you can always email me sloanfremont at gmail.com or just leave a comment on any of my Instagram posts. 
All right, so let's move into this week's topic of stories. And what I mean by stories is it's those things that we make up in our minds that we are so sure of and we believe 100%, but we don't always stop to ask ourselves if the stories are true and if they're serving us in any way, right? So it's like we make up these stories and by believing our own negative stories, we close ourselves off to possibilities, to people, to situations that come up in our life. And we do that because we choose to believe something that in the end may not actually be true. So to illustrate this, I want to tell you a story about stories. And I think you'll see what I'm talking about because this is something we all do, right? I mean, this is like a human trait. So um, this is obviously not something that I've mastered myself either, which is another reason why I wanted to talk about it. But this week I was getting my hair done and the person who, my hairdresser, um, She's, we're like the same age. She's single as well. And so we always talk about what's going on in our lives and we always give updates on the guy situation. And so she starts telling me about, she met this guy who lives in our condo building and how they'd been hanging out pretty regularly for like three weeks. And then he went out of the country, but he was still texting her during this time. And when he got back, like in her mind, and I'm not saying she's wrong by any means, but in her mind, something changed and he started acting differently and he wasn't like as energized about her and he wasn't offering to meet up as much. And, and she was upset about this because she really liked this guy. Like she liked hanging out with him. And so since she starts going on telling me this, this, this story about how she was just sure he went back to his ex-girlfriend that he used to live, that he used to live with. And, and now she was going to have to avoid him in the condo because she had to walk past his door to get to her building and just how terrible this was. And like, Oh my God, why did this happen? And it's fine if he doesn't like me, but he should just tell me, like she said that probably 50 times in 20 minutes. Like it's fine if he doesn't like me, but he should just tell me. And so before I go any further with this, though, I want to say it is always very easy to look at someone else's situation and offer advice and, and be able to have that like, you know, 2000 foot view versus when you're in it and you get like the one foot view. Right. So it's really easy to see that. And I also am very aware that it's 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 usually those situations like we have the same thing happening in happening in our own life. And it's often you know, we don't see that. We can't see it in our own situation. And, and, and I'll get to that in a minute about how this ties back to in my own life and what I learned. Um, but I didn't want you to think that concept was lost on me as I tell you this story. So, all right. So, so she, again, she's my hairdresser. She's going on about how this guy clearly doesn't like her. He went back to the ex and blah, blah, blah. And, and I said, well, so wait a minute here. Do you know this to be true? And she said, well, no, but he hasn't been home in the past two nights because I went from and looked from my balcony and I can see into his condo. And unless he's been sitting in the dark, he's either avoiding me or he's just not home. And he's probably back with his ex-girlfriend that he used to live with. And I'm like, okay, so let's talk through this a little bit. So what's his job? And she said, well, he's in sales. So we're like, okay, he probably doesn't work at night. But we don't know that, right? But we're just assuming. And so then as she's going on, she's talking. she was talking about how he was supposed to get back from being out of the country like last Sunday, but she felt like he got back on Saturday the day before because he was asking her how late she was working. And she thought that was weird because, um, he was, if he wasn't going to be home, why would he ask her that question? And she thought he was asking so that he, um, he knew how to avoid seeing her, right? He could slip in and out and he wouldn't have to see her. That was her story. And I was like, wait a minute, like, again, hold up. You know none of this to be true. You're making up these stories and you have this like huge situation in your mind built up that you don't even know is true. And she kind of sat there for a minute and considered it. And she's like, 
yeah, okay. She's like, but why would he ask me when I get off work if, if he wasn't going to be home? And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe he's just making conversation. Maybe he's interested in what you're doing. I mean, who knows? But I think you're asking the wrong question here, right? You know none of this to be true, yet you've made up all these scenarios as to why this isn't going to work and why it won't work. And, and you said multiple times, right? It's fine if he doesn't like me, right? Like, it's fine if he doesn't like me. He should just tell me. So you're assuming the worst and you're setting yourself up for the worst and offering proof to yourself by only seeing the worst and making these stories up that you don't even know to be true. And she sat there or stood there. Actually, she's standing and she's like, okay, you're right. I have been making up these stories and I do not know if any of this is true. And she's like, okay. And I could see like the wheels turning, right? And so I said, you just need a reset. Just tell him, just, you know, say you want to reset and you want to talk in person, right? None of this texting bullshit that leads to assumptions and interpretations and more stories. And just tell him this stuff. Tell him you weren't sure what happened, that he seemed to change and he was acting different. And so as a result, you started to freak out a little and made up these stories and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she's sitting there nodding her head. She's like, yeah, you're right. You're right. So as she's doing my hair, she hands me her phone and she says, text him for me. I'm like, okay, like, what do you want me to say? And she's like, say that about the reset. So I'm typing, you know, and I'm showing it to her to make sure she agrees before I send it. So I typed, can we have a reset? I'd like to meet with you in person and talk. Like that was the message I typed on her behalf to send to the guy. And like 15 minutes later, he writes back and says, yes, absolutely. Like all exclamation points. And then he writes and says, "I, I can't wait. I'm so looking forward to it. So I'm like sitting there like, okay, again, 100% knowing this is so easy to do when you're not the person in it, right? But she's she's standing there and she just has this like huge ass, like genuine smile on her face. And I could see like her body language change too. Like the tension was gone. And, And as I was talking, we were talking about this more. She's like, so like, what did I do or what should I have done different? And I'm like, nothing. I mean, neither of you were wrong with what you thought based on the situation, right? I mean, I don't even have to know his side to know that. No one is wrong. But the problem that comes up, especially in new relationships, is when there's no communication about it. And everyone is assuming and, and, and assuming and making up these stories and then acting based, based on those assumptions that we really don't even know are true. And so we, we spend this time like living as our stories are true in often they're just not. They're things that we've made up. And, you know, I've said this multiple times in this, this show that, and this is not for me, this is from Abraham, but a belief is a story, or a belief is a thought that you keep thinking, right? So a belief is just a thought you keep thinking. The same with a story. The story is just, it's this, the, the, the beliefs and the thoughts that you just keep thinking. You're just, you're just talking about them. And so, Like I said, I think this is especially difficult when you're newly dating someone because it's not always clear what the steps are, right? It's not always clear how much to reveal or how vulnerable, how vulnerable to be and when. And I mean, obviously like there's no manual for this, right? Like it's not like by day five, I meet this person. I should, you know, act this way. No, that's not how it works. We all know that. But I do know from my own experience in dating and just my, what I've learned myself and what I've been um, you know, focusing on improving is that most people have their walls up, right? Not, not everyone, but I think a lot of us enter new situations that way with our walls up and we're guarded and we, and we, we want to be in relationship, but we kind of are scared to death to get hurt. We don't want to do it one more time, right? Like, God, I can't take this one more time. And as a result, we keep our potential mates at arm's length, we, not always on purpose, but we keep them 
it's like we, we, we go back and forth, we push and pull and, and see how, how does this feel or how does that feel all the while, you know, making up these stories. And I think, you know, the bottom line to, to be in a relationship, one has to be vulnerable and often, you know, one of us has to go first, right? <laughs> so, I mean, yes, there is the risk of rejection, the risk of the no response, the risk of the whatever you might be fearing. But if there's no communication and it's all these assumptions and stories, we're all going to keep doing this dance, right? And the dance partner is going to change, but we're doing the same dance when they show up again and again until we can break this pattern and stop telling these kinds of stories and believing our own stories to be true. And, and as I'm thinking about this later, as I left there, I'm wondering, like, why are we all allowing ourselves to indulge in these stories of things we don't want anyway? Right? Like, why do we keep perpetuating these stories of things that we don't want when we could easily flip the script and start focusing more on the things that we do want? And so I just think, I, I just feel like that we just got to stop these stories that we make up in our mind and, and especially the assuming the worst. And we all do it, right? Like I said, it's, it's all of us and I'm, I talk about things like this for my own benefit, right? For my own clarity and my own, like, you know, bring myself to attention on the topic, right? And and so after I talked with her, and, you know, I'm driving away after I getting my hair done, and and she's, you know, she's texting with this guy, and it's all great, and she's all smiling and happy, and I'm and I'm sitting there and I'm looking at this in my own life, and I'm like, okay, yeah, so this just happened to me too, right? I just did this. Um, you know, a couple of days before that. Um, I recently met a guy. We went out a couple of times and we had a great time and I liked him and I wanted to see him again. And, but I wasn't hearing from him like I thought I should. Right. So I started making up the fucking stories and I'm not even going to tell you what those stories were because I don't want to re-energize them because there's no value in that. Right. But I was doing the same thing. And, and you hear me say that a lot on here about not retelling the stories because I don't want to re-energize them. And I think that's really important because when we tell these stories again and again and again, we're adding energy to them. We're energizing them. We're getting momentum and it's not the momentum that we want. And it's when they're bad stories, especially that's not what we want to do. And so, so as I talked with her and, and I was working through this in my own mind, I realized that's what I was doing in my own life. And, and so I had to readjust my story too and realize what I was doing and not only what I was doing, but more importantly, what it was doing to me. Right. It was making me feel like shit. So I stopped the story. I mean, I stopped the story. I know the guy was sick. Okay. So big deal. He's sick. He's getting over it. You know, that's it. End of story. There's nothing else to it. There's no more. There's nothing else to make up about that. Right. So to me, it's time to tell a better story. If, um, and again, giving my own self this advice too. And I think that's really all it takes. It's, it's just a readjustment to start telling better stories or, you know, maybe sometimes don't even tell the story at all, right? Like with the, like what I said with the guy, he's sick. That's it. There's no more story to tell. And we can just as easily tell a negative story as a bad one. So why don't we just make it a practice of telling a better story? So how do we do that? So here's some things I thought of. There's a lot of different things, but some things that came to mind for me were maybe we could just stop, stop assuming the worst in others and decide to only look at the positive in the situation. Maybe we could decide that not everyone is out to get us. This is for me. I'm, I'm saying this for my own advice, right? Maybe not everyone is out to get us. Like the guy who wants to date us isn't the enemy, right? Not everyone's out there to piss us off or, or doing whatever they're doing to annoy us. Maybe, maybe we could just let people do their thing and work on our own happiness regardless of what they're doing. 
Maybe we can learn to catch ourselves when we start to tell a story we aren't sure is true and just drop the subject altogether until we're in a better place to talk about it or until we know more about it or until we've actually communicated with the person that we are telling the story about. And maybe we could just stop indulging in these types of stories with other people because doing so adds fuel to the fire. When we're sitting around with our friends and we're talking about this and we're telling the stories and, and as my friend the hairdresser was, she probably told the story to all the friend, the girls that came in that she's friends with, right? Re-energizing, re-energizing, re-energizing. And it's like, no, that's not what we want. This is most definitely not how you get what you want in your manifestations, right? To keep telling the story of what you don't want. But it is most certainly a great way to get what you don't want. So if you want to keep telling the story of what you don't want, you know, that's what you're going to get. And maybe we could just also decide to let some things go when we don't like how they seem. Right? We don't maybe know. We maybe don't like it. Like, I don't like it that I didn't hear from that the guy that I went out with a couple times. But, it, I mean, maybe I could just let it go. Right? And not require that everything goes my way 100% of the time. And maybe just sit back and focus on what we can control, which is ourselves and how we feel, right? That's the only thing that we can really control. So I think there's a lot of ways you can do this, but it really starts with recognizing that, that you are telling a story to begin with and then making a conscious de decision to stop telling the story if you don't like it and if you don't know it to be true. I mean, start to tell the story the way you want it to be told, right? I mean, seek to understand, communicate with the person and ask, just ask. I mean, you can ask from a place of love and understanding and let your guard down a little bit. And when you do, you know, I know I found in my own life, I've been surprised at what the response was. And I know my friend was. I can guarantee you she was 100% not expecting that guy to write back and be like, absolutely, exclamation points, right? I and mean, exclamation points are key to this, right? That, that, any girl knows in, in deciphering a, a text message, the, the exclamation points are key. But I think that, um, you know, it, and back on my friend, it, it was really a beautiful thing to watch that transformation in her and see from like, see her really lay down her armor and realize, you know, maybe it wasn't actually what she thought it was and be open to something different. So as you move forward this week, I've got some questions here that you can use when situations like this come up and you start, find yourself, you know, starting to tell these stories to yourself. So question everything. I mean, I think this is good. It's, it's actually a fun rule in life for anything to question everything and, and not from a mean or rude way. Right. But just from a, like a curiosity or like just from an interest level, like, Hmm, okay. Why? Like, why is that done that way? Or why do you think that way or whatever? But, um, I, I think, you know, when you question what you think, especially it's like you learn, it, you have to learn to be, and you have to be willing to call yourself out on your own shit with this. Right. Like, you know, not from a, self-destructive way, but just from a way that you can grow and expand because anybody who, who's dealt with this, like the story scenario, it's like this kind of behavior gets exhausting. It really does. And so we have to find a new way to approach it. And I think approaching it from a way of like growth and expansion helps take the, um, you know, makes it a little more fun and not as like negative and, and rigid. Okay. Another question. Is this really true? Like, has someone spoke the exact words to me that I'm in the story I'm telling? Like my friend, he doesn't like me. He went back to his ex-girlfriend. Do you know that to be true? Well, no, I don't. Okay. Then why are you telling that story? I mean, if you don't know it to be true, 100%, you shouldn't be telling the story. 
And if someone has not spoken the, those exact words that you're that you're telling, it's time to revisit the story and tell a new one. And that leads me to this next question that's a great one to ask is what other possibilities exist, right? What other possibilities exist? Often we are so narrow in our focus. We think it can only be one thing. We're not open to the fact that it could, there could be other things, right? Other possibilities available. And that's what happened to my friend, right? In her mind, there were no other possibilities. But as she talked to him more, actually, I think it ended up coming out that he got back from being out of the country and then had to turn around and go out of town again for work. And that's why he wasn't home those two days when she thought he was off with his ex-girlfriend. So, you know, things just aren't always what we think they are. And asking the question, what other possibilities exist, is a great way to open up your mind to that. All right, the next one, how am I participating in this, right? Because you are, you're participating. We all are. So how are you showing up in this with your guns blazing, like ready to fight, like assuming the worst? Or can you stop swinging for a minute and, and approach it with like a, uh, like a more loving and understanding softer, right? Can you show up softer? And this is a big one for me. Uh, that's why I put, wanted to bring this one up because this is huge for me. I'm the one that shows up with guns blazing, like ready to fight. And I've had to learn that, that that's not the best approach. And it's not always easy, but it really is life changing. I mean, it really is coming from that perspective. And... Okay, so the next one. Is this the reality I'm intending to create with the stories I'm telling? Like, do I really want to create this reality with the story I'm telling? Do I like the story? Does it make me feel good? And if, if not, it's time to tell a better story. I mean, we've got to start telling the story how we want it to be told, like what we want to see, what we want to believe, rather than this negative, you know, revisiting round and round and round and expecting the worst. And all we're doing there, we're tricking ourselves, right? We're just tricking ourselves and to believing the negative when we don't know it to be true. Can I give the person the benefit of the doubt and expect the good in them instead of just expecting the worst? I mean, that's been a big one for me too. Like, can I just give the person the benefit of the doubt? The guy that didn't text me back, he's sick. Can I just give him the benefit of the doubt and move on? And the last one, am I just telling an old story, right? Am I just telling a story because I have an expectation of, about how things are going based on past experiences or maybe something that, you know, I just expect because that's all I, that's all I think I can have or all I think I deserve. At some point we have to let go of those past stories in order to introduce a new reality that gives us something different, right? And, and, and that's a big key to how you change your life. And, and I know that because I did it. I lived it. That's how I changed my life. So we've got to stop telling those old stories. If we don't, you know, if we don't like them, we've got to stop them. All right. So that was a lot. And that was, there was a lot in there that, um, you know, we, this could have went so many ways, could have talked about so many things. Like if I had three hours, we could have talked through a lot of this kind of stuff, but hopefully that gives you an understanding of, um, or maybe just the awareness, I guess, to, you know, start to look at this in your own life and, and how stories are showing up for you and what kind of stories you're telling. So I'm going to wrap up today's show and that's it on stories. So to recap this week, we talked about how the stories we make up, you know, we're often so sure of and we believe 100%, but we don't always stop to ask ourselves if the stories are true and if they're serving us in a positive way. And by believing our own negative stories, we often close ourselves off to possibilities and people and situations because we choose to believe something that in the end may not actually be true. 
And I shared with you my, the, the story of my friend, the hairdresser, who had all these assumptions about the guy she was dating, like all these stories she made up, which she didn't have any proof of being true. And in the end, it actually wasn't what she thought it was. So really what I want you to think about is how you can start telling a better story about the things in your life that, especially those things that don't feel good to you, right? These, these things that, that just don't feel good. What, what's the, what's a better story you could be telling? And we talked through a lot of ways to tell a better story and, and some questions we can ask ourselves are things like, um, is this really true? Right? Do I know this hundred percent to be true? What other possibilities exist and how am I participating in this? All these questions are they're great ways to help you sort out if what you're believing is actually based on fact or if it's just something you've made up from old stories from your past or previous expectations or any other form of self-sabotage that comes up. So as you move forward this week, just think about the stories you're telling yourself and see if, they, if you can start to tell a better story. All right, I'm going to talk about the songs that I chose for this week's show. So as I mentioned at the beginning, I went and saw Matt Mason this week at the High Watt here in Nashville. Such a great show. Um, I really like that guy. I actually got a t-shirt and it says, I knew Matt Mason before he wore expensive socks. And I don't know why that just made me laugh. So I got the shirt. Okay, songs this week. The intro song is Fever Pitch by Rainbow Kitten Surprise. Uh, I just love the chorus of this song. I just think it has a really good jam. And in the video, all the cowboys are dancing. And I don't know, it's just fun. I've linked to the video in the show notes, so be sure to check that out. So intro song, Fever Pitch by Rainbow Kitten Surprise. Outro song is Lucy by Bryce Fox. So the chorus goes, if your name was Lucy, I'd put Lucy in her Lucifer. My God, what in the devil? Bring the animal right out of her. If your name was Lucy, I'd put Lucy in her Lucifer. I don't know. I just thought that was funny. I like the jam of this song, too. I'm not really familiar with this guy. I didn't look him up before the show, but uh, Lucy by Bryce Fox. All right, that's it for this week's show on stories. I would really love to know your thoughts and what you think, what questions you have. Feel free to email me, sloanfremont at gmail.com. Visit my website, sloanfremont.com. You can also find me on Instagram at sloanfremont. And if you like the podcast, please remember to subscribe, rate, and review it in iTunes so more people can find me. Abracadabra, now go forth and create what you speak. If